When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. The very, very latest on the condition of Damar Hamlin. We heard from a family member last night. We will hear that in just moments. It is Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Chris Carlin, Chris Canty. In for Greeny today, my friend. Good morning. How are you? I'm good, big fella. How you doing? I'm doing outstanding. And right. as we have spent so much time talking about the last couple of days, at the forefront of everybody's mind is the condition of DeMar Hamlin. So let's roll. Here we go! go, go. Only one place to start. And the very latest is what we had as of yesterday. There is no official update on his status. He is uh, currently in critical condition at a Cincinnati hospital. But we did hear from his uncle, Dorian Glenn, last night. Here he is speaking to Coley Harvey on what exactly the latest is with his nephew. Really just being here to be in support for him. You know, I know he's still here and I know he's fighting. We appreciate all the prayers and support we've been getting from like people all over, the, not just the country, but the world. And I know that prayer, there's power in prayer. And for all the prayer that we've been getting, um, it really means a difference for uh, my family to see that. And I know it'll mean a difference tomorrow when he sees that as well. And look, he has been uh, somebody that has, uh, over the last day or so, received an incredible amount of support. Uh, as you would understand, Coley Harvey on Twitter about 30 minutes ago uh, just said that he just chatted with Damar Hamlin's family friend, Jordan Rooney. Per Jordan and Damar's family, doctors overnight got promising readings that they had been hoping to see by this morning. Jordan couldn't go into specifics, but progress appears to be made. Damar is still sedated and in critical di- condition in the ICU. He clarified that there is only one there was only one resuscitation uh, at Paycor Stadium. I guess there had been a story out there that there had been a second mm-hmm. once he got to the hospital. But that's why in these instances, it's so very, very difficult uh, to really comment on very much or give out facts on very much until we know for sure what the exact situation is. But all of it sounds promising at this point. Yeah, and what I heard was cautiously optimistic mm-hmm. about the prognosis for DeMar Hamlin. And so we continue to send our thoughts and prayers to him and his family. Um, But turning our attention to the NFL and the decision that they have to make regarding the Bills and the Bengals and what they do with the Week 17 game, but then also spinning it forward to the Week 18 slate of games around the National Football League, I think this is a really tough spot for them to be in with the uncertainty of what's going to happen to DeMar. And so I think we're all waiting to get more information um, before we can feel confident about the path forward that the league is going to chart. But, Carlin, whatever they decide to do, I hope that they show the same level of care and concern for the well-being and the humanity of the players that are involved. And I'm not just talking about the players that were on the field for Monday night. No. I'm talking about the players across the league because this is something that impacts everybody that plays this game. Everybody 
is aware of the scene on that field at Paycor uh, on Monday night. Everybody is aware that they had to restart DeMar Hamlin's heart and that they had to use a defibrillator and that his life hanged in the balance. And so I think this is a situation where the NFL has to continue to consult the NFLPA, the coaches, the clubs, in order to gauge the comfort level of players moving forward. Because, again, people process things in different time. And the NFL has shown a little bit of acknowledgement with that by sending out the memo alerting teams that there are additional mental health resources available if they need them. Mm -hmm. But I think this is a situation that you have to gauge the pulse of the players and the coaches before you can definitively uh, 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 figure out what you want to do. Well, let's take a listen to Deion Dawkins, of course, the Bills uh, tackle on SportsCenter at 7 o'clock last night and exactly what his t- he is and his teammates are focusing on at the moment. Anything that we have to give is for DeMar and his family. We understand that we have a job and that this is still what it is, but every emotion, every bit of energy that we have, we're giving it to DeMar. We're giving it to his family, we're, and we're giving it to his best friends, and, and we're giving it to guys like Dane and Trey and, and those DBs like that are closest with him, and we're giving them all of that love. Those guys need it as well as the other rooms too, but all of his guys need it, his parents, his father. Uh, they all need it, and that's all that we have to give, and we're giving it all to the family, and we're not worried about and nothing else. Chris, to your point, this decision has to, in my mind, at least strictly be made based on how the players are feeling. Mm-hmm. And I understand that there are logistical nightmares involved. That doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Those are things that you can figure out. It may take a lot of work by a lot of people, but that is secondary at the moment. The players are the product. Mm-hmm. That This is what ultimately... Um, makes you the money for the for the league mm-hmm. for the owners and such and there needs to be and I and I'm I expect that there will be it's not like there's not going to be a unilateral decision that comes from Roger Goodell and that's it without talking to anybody else and yep. we're playing that that's not going to happen but I continue to listen, if I'm him, as you were discussing, to what they are saying, whether it's, you know, gathering all the player reps in a, on a conference call or trying to get a feel for each individual team. And I'm sure across the board, there are going to be a lot of different feelings as to how they should proceed. And that's why it's ultimately, to me, proceeding with as much caution and care to the situation as you can. Well, here's the thing that, that muddies the waters a little bit for the league. We still don't know what's going to happen to DeMar. Right. So a lot of attention and a lot of the focus is on him, and rightfully so. And the thing that I lauded the NFL for on Monday night was that they prioritized humanity of the players over the bottom line. Right. And that's not something we're accustomed to seeing the league do. And so I think there is a lesson in all of that for not only you know, league personnel, but football fans as a whole. You know, making sure that we see the humanity of these players, not just in moments like Monday night, but throughout the entire season, throughout guys' entire careers, and even after they transition away from the NFL. And so I think when we start talking about the entertainment product, we have to also acknowledge the personhood of the players, understanding the risks that these guys incur to give us this entertainment on Sundays or Mondays or Thursdays. And so I think – that the NFL has been mindful of that. And 
I would anticipate that they would continue to be so just because there is that degree of uncertainty moving forward in terms of what's going to happen with DeMar and how players are going to be able to process that and try to refocus on actually playing football. Well, we've talked about how uh, it's unfortunate, but in situations like this, players get more humanized to people and fans across the league. And that's why it it needs to be driven home that they are human and that that you have to consider all of that first and foremost here. Yeah, you're right about that. But I I will also say this, Carlin. Players do want to play. Yeah. They love the game of football. They've spent their entire lives working to have this opportunity. And when you think about what those guys – in that locker room must be feeling for their teammate DeMar. You also have to think about the sacrifices that DeMar and the rest of those players have made, the coaches have made, um, the people in the front office have made, the equipment managers, the the athletic trainers. All of them have, have sacrificed so that you can do your job at a high level, but to also give the team the opportunity that's in front of it to compete for a championship. And so I don't want that to get lost in the conversation because there is a degree of accountability for everybody in that locker room or on these clubs that you want to make sure that you uphold your end of the bargain because of the sacrifices that everybody else in the building makes so that you can have this opportunity. It's Canty and Carlin in for Grinny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are presented by our friends at Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $700 on average. There is... So much to get to in the league as well. And we are going to discuss uh, so many of the big stories that are going on. We are keeping you updated as new information becomes available about DeMar Hamlin. But there are other things to consider that are going on into presumably what we expect to be a, a Week 18 that will be played this week. And all of the different machinations that are affected by what has happened this week and by... Uh, the fact that that Bills-Bengals game is not going to be made up this week and how the league's going to approach that. So we're going to delve into all of that, and we also want to hear from you at 888-SAY-ESPN. That's 888-729-3776. Be a part of Greeny Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper the one fans deserve. That's all on the way next. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. 
Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It is a very, very interesting situation when it comes to the top seed in the AFC and how the league is going to approach this now. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. You know, let's hear from Adam Schefter first and foremost. This was Adam this morning on Get Up With You and Greeny and Company uh, kind of laying out where things stand with the league and with the Bills-Bengals game from the other night. I actually spoke to somebody yesterday that said the game from Monday night has bad mojo. One person in the league would like to just see it go away altogether. Now, people say that that's unfair. Well, life isn't fair, as we saw on Monday night, and that may just be the way it is. It counts as a no contest, and you go on from there. The other scenario would be that there is a week in which the Pro Bowl skills competition is scheduled. So if the NFL needed to find a cushion in the schedule to push things back one week, if that's what it ultimately decided, that would be the week it would have to play around with. All right. First of all, Chris, when it comes to this situation itself and how to proceed with the game, I I just think the no contest is the way to go. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like there's any need to put these players in particular back on the same field where that happened in that moment, yeah. facing the same... T- All it does is bring everything back and take your, your attention as a player. Please tell me if I'm wrong here. Your attention as a player, potentially away from what you're supposed to do, and maybe even put you further into harm's way. Yeah, I mean, that's what the NFL is weighing, right? The humanity of it versus the practical side of it in terms of how that game impacts the rest of the standings, the seeding for the playoffs. And I think the NFL has to lean toward the the personhood of the players, right? That that has to be the decision because even though it may not be fair to the Bills or the Bengals to not have an opportunity to be the number one seed in their conference and put them at a competitive disadvantage once we get to the tournament – Carlin, it's all about these players being in the right headspace to go out there and do their jobs. And we don't know when that's going to happen, but we, we, I can't imagine that it's going to be anytime soon until and unless we get good news about DeMar knowing that he's going to be okay for certain. Are, are, is anybody on that field, or is anybody that was on the field the other night over the next few days ultimately um, – overly concerned about that number one seed among the players to where that would override 
the the sentiments of playing the game. It's no, hard the, for no, me no, to see no, that. No, the people that are involved aren't concerned with it, but I think the fans, the media, they're concerned with the fairness of it all. Yeah. Is this fair to those teams? And I would say that fair is a place that they judge pigs at. Sometimes when you have a force majeure like what happened with DeMar Hamlin, it can't be about what's fair. It's about doing what's right. Yeah. And, and I think in this situation, making it a no contest or, or pushing back the slate of games in week 18, maybe that makes more sense than to you know, decide that you're going to try to force these teams out there to play the game or you're going to try to you know, force these guys to do something that they're not – mentally prepared to do you get the sense too at least in kind of watching how the situation is going to unfold that this decision is probably not going to be made until tomorrow or friday i mean well, it, well but here's the thing if it's not made until tomorrow or friday carlin what we have to think about is the status of demar hamlin yeah because if things continue to trend in a positive direction, then all of a sudden it makes it easier for the players to move past it and to focus well, on playing football. But this is why I think it's going to take a little bit of time. Yeah. That you want to give that as much time as you can so that they can make the best decision possible. Yes. It, meaning the players in speaking to the owners. How are they feeling? How they are feeling today may be a whole lot different than how they are feeling on Friday. You're absolutely and right. I understand how many different logistical issues there would be. I don't care. And if I'm the league, I can't care about that. I have to worry about how to fix those things, but I have to worry about the players and where their heads are at and give them the most time to really consider where they are. Well, the thing that the league has working in its favor is there's a buffer with that two-week span between conference championship weekend and the Super Bowl. So yep. if you needed to push the schedule back a week in order to give players more time to wrap their heads around the situation and, quite frankly, give us more time to see what happens with DeMar, then so be it. Mm-hmm. I think that's the way that you go with this, and it's something that's unprecedented, Carlin, but uh, if you're in this situation – just continue to go down the road that you started on Monday night when you suspended the game because you recognize that the players were in an impossible position. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. We are brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. And more on that, we think uh, we go back to what Courtney Cronin, our, our uh uh, our colleague said last night on ESPN Radio, she, of course, covers the Bears for ESPN Nation and is a great ESPN Radio host. Here were her thoughts on this last night. When 9-11 happened, the NFL was trying to play that game that weekend. And players are the ones who, after the horrific events of 9-11 happened on that Tuesday, they the NFL wanted that schedule to continue on as such. And it didn't because the players were the ones who stepped in and said, we're not playing this game. We just underwent the most deadly terrorist attack in American history. There are breaks built into the schedule. That season, that was a week two series of games. That got moved to the end of the year. The Super Bowl got moved back a week. And there was the break between the bye week. And and obviously, she is not comparing the two situations. No. But what she's talking about is how to handle it. Like you were discussing a moment ago, of course, that was 
much earlier in the season and mm-hmm. probably made it a little bit more manageable uh, to make that kind of a move because you had time to adjust between the two. Yeah. But um, ultimately, uh, I, I think a good part of that, too, was this was more of a historical thing. I know that there was always a sentiment in the league that when something like uh, when when something catastrophic happens, um, that in in uh, the early '60s when President Kennedy was assassinated, that Pete Rozelle uh, had the league. They continued to play the following week, and it was always a major regret of his and among people in the league office. And that was always something that was considered, as it was at 9/11 as well, that we need to take that step back in those instances, and be extra cautious when it comes to this. Yeah, and the common thread is that it's going to be player-driven, right? It, it was player-driven yep. back in 2001, and it should be player-driven now when we're talking about the DeMar Hamlin situation, even though those circumstances are completely different. Yep. But, but I think this is where the league office has to be in consultation with the clubs, with the NFLPA, with the leadership in those locker rooms, to figure out exactly when these players are going to be comfortable setting foot back on a football field. Because, Carlin, it's not just the Bengals and the Bills. It's everybody around the league. Players, I keep saying this, it's a fraternity. It's a brotherhood. We all know each other. Think about it. There's a little over 2,000 NFL players. That's the equivalent of a high school. You all know each other. And when somebody is impacted in this way, it affects you. Uh, from the standpoint of being concerned about their welfare, but also when you're forced to face your own mortality in the risks that come along with playing this game. And so for guys to get past that and be willing to put it on the line and, and, and jeopardize their health and well-being to play a game to provide us entertainment, I think the league has got to take a beat and let guys have as much time as they need before we start talking about resuming the schedule. And again, we will get you as much uh, new information as we can throughout the course of the day here on ESPN Radio as it becomes available with the condition of DeMar Hamlin. It is Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. And for the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Then, then there is actual football and concerns around the league to discuss. And one of the big concerns is around John Harbaugh and his quarterback. Chris, you guys were talking about this at length this morning. Let's take a listen to John Harbaugh and what he had to say about Lamar Jackson and where that situation stands on the moment when he might be back. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an expectation until I hear more. Would you like to see him at least for a week in practice? Not saying he would play against Cincinnati, but at least get a full week of practice before the the postseason? Of course. Of course. Absolutely. There are times where you listen to John Harbaugh talk about this, Mm. and he feels like he is absolutely lost in the situation. And, you know, Chris, it's funny. If you're, we understand the situation that Lamar is in with his contract. If he is holding out right now to make sure that he is healthy, given the situation, it's going to sound nuts. I don't blame him one bit. No, I don't blame him either. But the fact that that could be a possibility is in part the problem, Carlin. Yeah. And that's the situation that the Baltimore Ravens have created because 
Most functional franchises don't allow their franchise quarterback to go into a true contract season. Mm-hmm. They usually take care of those guys with a year left or a couple of years left on their deal. Think about this offseason, what we saw from the Arizona Cardinals and what they did with Kyler Murray. They did it kicking and screaming, but they gave Kyler Murray a new contract when he had multiple years left on his contract. Russell Wilson, the same thing. Multiple years left on his contract, gave him a new one because that's what you do. Now, you can argue you know, the validity of that and whether or not they should have made those decisions, but they do that in order to avoid putting their quarterback in this position because they recognize how important the quarterback is to the team's overall success. If you don't have that guy, you got no shot. Just looking at the Baltimore Ravens offense this season, in games that Lamar Jackson starts and finishes, they score 25 points a game. In games that he hasn't played in, Carlin, 12 points a game. Chris, they're paying for the watch. Carlin, it's hard to win games when your offense is scoring in the teens. It just is. And so I think that's the frustration that you're starting to see boil over from John Harbaugh, and there's really nothing he can do about it because it comes down to ownership and their general manager, Eric DaCosta, in order to remedy it. Well, and, and if I'm Lamar Jackson in this situation, I know that fans are out there thinking, well, your job is to go out there and play. Okay, well, but here's the thing. Fan, fans want to put this on Lamar Jackson. It's not, it's on, not Lamar. on Lamar Jackson. Think about, think about this, Carlin. If you gave him the guaranteed contract that he was looking for, comparable to what Deshaun Watson got with the Cleveland Browns, a team that's in the division, then maybe Lamar Jackson feels better about risking his health and what's happening with that knee and going out there and playing for his team. It's easier to put it on the line when you have the long-term financial security that you're looking for as a player. Take it from me. When you don't have that security, you're thinking about protecting yourself when you're out there on the football field, and that doesn't necessarily advance the team's agenda in terms of trying to win games. Chris, and please tell me, correct me if I'm wrong here, but my feeling on this has always been if you are a young player in the league, your number one goal, especially if you're a star, is to get to that first contract. The second contract. The, the, second con- the first free agent contract. Yeah. The second contract overall. Get to that moment and get there healthy. That is the most important thing for you and for your family moving forward. And listen, You know what? Hold on. And I want to stop you there because think about what you're saying. You want to get to that moment and get there healthy. Because you know if you don't, Carlin, that's going to be used against you in any potential negotiation moving forward. If Lamar Jackson steps foot on that field and because of his health, he's physically compromised, he's not the same player, or because he's physically compromised, he gets further injured – they're going to use that against him this yeah. coming offseason, Carlin. They're not going to say, there, I'm sorry, here's $230 there ain't, there million There ain't guaranteed. no love and goodwill no. when it comes to the business of the NFL. That is the underbelly of the sport. And so I can't fault Lamar Jackson for being this close to true free agency and making the decision to not go out there because he's not 100% healthy. Yeah, and at this juncture, if you're a Ravens fan and you're upset about that, Carlin, don't blame him. Blame the team. But Carlin, think about, think about the magnitude of this decision. You're talking about a $250 million decision. Yeah. A quarter of a billion dollar decision. That's not to be taken lightly. Chris, to me, when you say that, there's no decision to be made. I am not stepping on the field until I am 100%. And you have had every opportunity 
to try to get a deal done. I don't care what the circumstances were around Deshaun, uh, Deshaun Watson. It happened. And that's now the precedent. And you can talk all you want. If you're going to try to use this against me while you were hurt at the end of the year, then maybe I shouldn't even be here to begin with. Yeah. You know, if I'm Lamar Jackson, that, that's exactly how I would feel. And I, I get that uh, the, the team is going to look at it and do what is best for them. In this instance, in this league, in this particular week, there is no discussion to be had about Lamar Jackson and if he has a decision to make because he doesn't have one. He should not be anywhere near that field. And if I were him, if I were anybody around him, if I was an agent, if I was anybody that he listened to, I would tell him, unless you are right there, you better, you better just stay out. And Chris, there's one more part to this too. What's that? He hadn't played in a few weeks. Yep. It's not like he's going to walk back on the field, even if he is 100%. And be as sharp as can be. Now, he's a dynamic, different kind of player who can take off and wreck a game with his legs. But we also talk about the fact that Lamar Jackson has become a much better passer. And that is a huge part of his game right now. No, there's no question about it. But having Lamar Jackson on the field changes how defenses approach that Ravens offense. And that could potentially open things up for other guys in that Mm -hmm. offense to be more productive. So I, I, I look at it this way. If you're Lamar Jackson, you're in a situation now where you've created a tremendous amount of leverage by not playing. And I'm not saying that he planned on getting hurt, but with his absence, you see his true value and you see the results of a team that was built around his skill set not having that player be in the lineup. And, Carlin, I'll say this. If you're the Baltimore Ravens and you're all about doing prudent business, What's the return on investment on your roster right now with the salaries that you're paying out without Lamar Jackson? <laughs> and let that be your guide in terms of taking care of this guy that's coming offseason. It's pretty clear that they can do nothing but blame themselves yes. for being in this spot to begin with. Yeah, It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. And on the ESPN app, there's another quarterback who is injured or has been over the last several weeks, and there's a big question on whether or not he's going to play this weekend. We will discuss that. We will get you all of the different, uh, in all of the new news that we get as it comes in regarding DeMar Hamlin and his situation and anything that comes from the league as well. Meanwhile, we are not too far away from NFL wildcard weekend, and the easiest way to get into the playoffs is with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers join today to get started with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up with promo code PLAY. FanDuel has all your favorite bets, from the money line to point spreads to player props, so don't miss out. Place your $5 bet to get $150 in bonus bets, win or lose, with promo code PLAY. Make every moment more with FanDuel official. Sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus in select states. First online real money wager only. Bonus issued as is non-withdrawable free bets that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Maryland, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia, and West Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming and Kansas or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 
Texas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, 1-877-8-HOPE-NY, or text HOPE-NY-467-369 in New York. Tennessee Redline, 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. Greeny, the podcast. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This from ESPN Bills reporter Elena Getzenberg on Twitter about 40 minutes ago. The Bills are holding meetings and a walkthrough today with the game against the Patriots scheduled for Sunday. So that's where they stand on that. Uh, We have no further updates on how the league is going to proceed here, but all indications so far seem to be uh, that they plan to play on Sunday. Uh, DeMar Hamlin's uh, condition is the same as it has been. He is in critical condition, uh, but we we did hear from his uncle uh, last night. There were some positive developments, and also uh, earlier today uh, we heard from Coley Harvey, uh, the reporter for ESPN who's been out there covering this, and uh, a family friend said the situation was improving as well. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Then there is the situation uh, when it comes on the field to the Philadelphia Eagles. And I think we have seen over the last couple of weeks that you understand it's not a system and it has a lot more to do with who the player is Mm -hmm. in Jalen Hurts. Let's first hear from Nick Sirianni 
on the situation with Jalen Hurts. At the it just moment. goes back to Jalen being healthy enough to play, right? Every game's big. I mean, shoot, the last two games were, were big too, but Jalen wasn't quite there yet to be ready to play. If Jalen's ready to play health-wise, then we'll play him. That will always, always be my first requirement is if the player is healthy enough to play and we don't put him at risk to, to put his body in danger just because we perceive it as a must-win. That was Nick Sirianni on Sports Radio 94 WIP in Philadelphia. Um, listen, there, there is no question that the number one seed is exceptionally important to the Philadelphia Eagles. Yes. Chris, I would argue that while I would have a lot of trouble believing that they could get to a Super Bowl without it, that if it means a 70% Jalen Hurts or an 80% Jalen Hurts, I would be very careful as to how I proceed. And maybe, just maybe, I would sit this one out and wait another week on Jalen Hurts. Well, you just talked about the importance of being able to have the number one seed and what that could mean as far as their championship aspirations. With all of that on the line, if they still decide to sit Jalen Hurts, then the Eagles got bigger problems. Yeah. Because what version of Jalen Hurts are we going to see once the playoffs start Yeah, is the question. So I fully expect that Jalen Hurts is going to play this week. And the reason why we haven't seen in the past two weeks is because the Philadelphia Eagles have afforded themselves the opportunity to be conservative based on the hot start that they got out to. Being able to start out 13-1 and one and you know have the opportunity to be so far in front as far as the standings are concerned and the playoff seating is concerned, I think that's why you've seen Nick Sirianni kind of hold back and say, well, we, we've had him at practice late last week, but we decided to go with Gardner Minshew. I think they realize that you still have week 18 in your back pocket. Yeah. And as long as you win that game against a Giants team that's already clinched the playoff spot and has nothing to, to gain by playing and winning, um, I, I think that's, that's the mindset of everybody within that organization. Well, there are two things that work there, too. Brian Dable said the other day, we're not resting our guys. We're playing our guys. Yeah. I don't think he's playing his guys the entire game. I don't see that. Yeah. Uh, I think he's playing his guys the first half of the game at the most because there is nothing to gain by playing your guys moving forward. And we could talk about what happened in 2007. That was about an undefeated Patriots team in NFL history. That, That had a lot more to do with why those guys were out there. If the Patriots were, you know... 14-1 14-1 and one going into that game, I think they might have treated a whole lot differently. Now, having said that, Chris, I do not want to be in a scenario where the first game back for Jalen Hurts is the playoff game. That, mm. that's, a, that's not the place that you want to be. So is there – I hate to say this because I know how you feel about playing things halfway. Do you play Jalen Hurts this week – and kind of see how the other side handles it, kind of see how the game plays out and where I am, and then get them off the field as quickly as No, you get the win. If you're going to play Jalen Hurts, you get the win. Yeah. So you do whatever you have to do to secure the dub, and that way you buy yourself more time, not only for Jalen Hurts to get healthier, but for everybody else to get healthier. With Lane Johnson dealing with that abdominal injury, some guys on both sides of the ball up front that are dealing with some ailments. So I I think that's – has to be the focus for the Eagles going into this week. Get this win against the New York Giants. I know it's a division rival. I know they say they're going to play all of their starters, but human nature is a part of the game of football. When you know that you have nothing to play for, and that's where the Giants are. They're going to be the succeed no matter what. 
Uh, it just feels like this is a spot where the Eagles can get a dub and get that number one overall seed. Look, for me, if I'm the Eagles, it has to happen. I have to have that one seed because – yeah, you want to be I, I, one of four teams as opposed to one of seven teams in your conference that right. has a chance to go to the Super Bowl. It Getting the number one seed is getting a win on wild card weekend, Carlin, and that can't be understated in terms of the importance of having that in trying to win a championship. That matters. And, and But also being at home through the postseason matters too because, yeah. Chris, I, they're not going to San Francisco and winning the game. I don't see that right now. I would have, considering how they have played down the stretch of the season, and how the 49ers have played down the stretch of the season. I don't see the Eagles winning in San Francisco. I think they could beat them at home. I think it would be an exceptionally tight game. I am hoping that we get that NFC Championship game right now because that's the best game. Eagles are not going on the road in the postseason. They may win a divisional weekend. They're not winning on Championship Sunday Yeah, on the road. And then the other thing is you'd rather be – a division winner and host that home playoff game in the first round if you have to play wild card weekend as opposed to not, right? Uh-huh. I mean, you, you know, I, I don't think that that's the situation that the Eagles are going to be in. They're either going to be the one seed or they're going to be a wild card. But, I mean, you don't want to have a situation where you have to be on the road for all of the playoff games. And the division is still up for grabs in the NFC East. So I, I just think this is a situation where – the Philadelphia Eagles have to win this game. I said it on Get Up this morning. The playoffs for the Eagles start week 18. Yep. they got to find a way to be able to get this win because of what it means for their chances in order to win a championship. How do you weigh it ultimately this, this week? Where does Jalen Hurts need to be for me to put him on the field on Sunday? I mean, Carlin, even if he's 80%, I'd rather have an 80% Jalen Hurts than 100% of Gardner Minshew because of the threat of what Jalen Hurts is to the opposing defense, being a guy that has the potential to be a focal point of the running running game, being a guy that has the potential to push the ball down the field in the passing game with accuracy. All of those things matter in terms of being able to dictate to the defense. It, It creates a much more dynamic offense, and it allows your team to have more margin for error overall in that game. So to me, Jalen Hurts has to be out there on the field, and if he's not, I think it speaks volumes about what we can expect, or what we can put the ceiling on for this Eagles team in the playoffs. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up, weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN. And also available wherever you get your podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.